All right, in this week's Parsha, Parsha Shlach, we discuss the story of the Muraglam. Muraglam is uh, one of the more complicated Parshas in the Torah, but uh, it would seem the basic outline is that the Jewish people send spies, and the spies come back with a negative report that Kaiser will be unable to conquer this land, and the people cry, and Hashem says, you cried for naught, I'm going to give you a reason to cry with Doros. And it was instant. This was the night of Tisha B'av, and then Kai Yisrael says, "Hakadosh Baruch Hu, we're sorry. We're going to go up the mountain." And Chatasim, we want to go up the mountain. And Moshe says, "You're not going." And the oh, and Moshe doesn't go with them. The Aaron doesn't go with them, and they go. And of course, they get they get struck down by the Canaanim and the Amalekim, and they get chased right back down the mountain. And uh, then they really cry some more. And uh, at the end of the day, the decree is fulfilled, and they all die out in the wilderness. And so I've always been puzzled by this part of the parsha because um, the Hashem gives them an a promise that they could go and that he'll, they'll help them conquer the land, and they're afraid to go. They're not willing to go. And now that Akash Baruch Hu has told them that I'm not protecting you and you can't go, now they have the guts to go. Always surprised me. So I always thought maybe I thought maybe an idea that you could say that now that they have a Yitzhahara to go, now they have that extra boost, but. At the end of the day, my training is that you can't, that we're not on the Madriga to just say something on the Chomish, that, uh, you know, that you need to have Kot or Ku on your fingertips like the Rishonim and the Achronim to be able to say something on the Chomish. So uh, I did find, I uh, was looking around, uh, there is an Itziv, who makes it sound like maybe that was an attempt at Tshuva of some sort, and there's a Svarno, the problem, there are two different Svarnos. Over here, he makes it sound like it has something to do with rebelling against Hashem and coming with is again, Kodesh Baruch but in the beginning of this parsha, he makes it sound like it's an, like it was a move of tshuva. So Shiva has a psalm in a very complicated shmuz about how, you know, a person could be coming and rebelling against Hashem in real anger and think that they're doing tshuva at the same time. That the human being mind has many layers and things can be very complicated. But um, that first svarno at the beginning of the parsha is a very fascinating svarno. Svarno writes that the svarnos. And the Svarno says that the language of Shlach Lecha Anashem, Hashem t- is telling Moshe, you pick the people. What's the Kavana? says the Svarno that Hashem is saying that you pick the people and make sure that they're good people. Pick Anashem, not just regular people. Because regular people, if they'll come and they'll speak, uh, they won't speak, and they'll speak negatively about Eretz Yisrael, then Klai Yisrael might uh, not do tshuva, or at least uh, not do tshuva the way that they ended up doing even though it seems like that wasn't a complete tshuva either in the beginning, but he says the miraglim that Moshe sent, even though they had intent to harm the people, they, they did come back, they said it's an Eretz of Aschol Devash, they said it's, uh, we pre, you know, they brought back good fruits, they said it's a beautiful land, just we won't be successful in conquering it. They didn't have trust that Hashem would protect them in conquering Eretz Yisrael, but for whatever reason, but at the end of the, on some level, but Hashem says... But at the end of the day, Kaisral said that they sinned and they went up the mountain. And then when they came down, they really, uh, they really did a much more complete tshuva. It wasn't accepted that they should be able to rescind the decree, says the Svarno, because at the end of the day, the chil Hashem that they caused, a chil Hashem we know is not mechaper only with misa. So uh, therefore, the chil Hashem they couldn't just rescind it through tshuva. In Devarim, in this parasha, at the end of the first parak, he says another idea that. Uh, that since they, Moshe and Kaliv and Yoshua had given them tochacha and that they'd ignored, so they sort of missed their chance, is the way I understand what he's saying. That they, uh, that then they, uh, that they missed their chance, and therefore Hashem decreed it with this, now they're coming to Yerush Onish, it's too late. Hashem decreed with a shvua that they're not going in, and there's no way they can rescind that.
But coming back to this Svarna over here, I thought he was saying a very interesting idea. So there's two interesting points I wanted to point out about this Svarna. One is that he's saying this idea that that they, if they hadn't heard praises about Eretz Yisrael, that they, it sounds like they wouldn't have done a proper tshuva. And so it's a fascinating idea. I don't fully understand what he... I don't fully have a good explanation of why they... Uh, you know, this is something that Kaisal has always wanted since the times of Amravinu to come to Eretz Yisrael, to be part of Eretz Yisrael. So whatever their fear was here, but now Hashem lets them know that they've made a mistake, you would think they'd be able to do tshuva. So I'm not sure what the explanation would be why they couldn't do tshuva. I'm not sure if he means because... You know, they needed something to latch on to because of a certain lacking of something or if it would be the power of the Lashon Hara would have Ashpah. I don't really have a good explanation, but I think it's a noteworthy idea. But uh, something that really struck me about the Svarno is what he's saying is basically that that here we have the setup of one of the biggest uh, failures in the history of the Jewish people, one of the biggest Avonos. And Akadosh Baruch Hu is uh, setting up that you know make to make sure that the that the that the Maragim themselves should be people who are going to say good things about Eretz Yisrael in a certain sense, and therefore at least Kaisal could do tshuva. Imagine you know somebody's coming to do uh, to do a terrible avodah. You're going to set him up to be able to uh, you know you're not going to stop him, but you know you're not going to destroy him. You're not going to stop him. You're not you're going to set him up that he could get forgiveness from you afterwards. But this, we see we see Hashem's love for us over here. That Hashem is willing to set this up in a way that when Hashem sees us coming to uh, to do one of the biggest events of all time, Hashem not only Hashem actually sets it up that we should be able to do tshuva, that we should have the pieces in place before before the Makkah to be able to do tshuva. Similar to the vart that I said in Yisro, in the, the, the that Hashem made a pesach before the chede egel, the devar Torah that started it all. And uh, I think it's a very important insight into Hashem's law for us. Wishing everyone a good Shabbos.